0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the second installment of Autoflower 101, taught by the one and only at FireButts101 and hosted by yours truly, Jesse B. of The Autoflower Show, brought to you in part by Myco and TMB Naturals. I would first like to send a huge shout out to the sponsors that have made this class possible, at Myco. At TMB underscore naturals, at future harvest development, at trim bag, at honor cannabis, at firebuds genetics, at FGI underscore lighting, and at microbial mass. And that's microbial with two eyes, everybody. And a special thanks goes to at miss firebuds for organizing the wheel of names for the weekly giveaways. Secondly, I would like to thank you, the audience. Each and every one of you make organizing, teaching, and hosting this class worth every second. If you like the class and the rest of my content, or you're simply interested in using some of the same products that I do, I invite you to support the show via Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash the Autoflower show. There's two options for subscription. The first is a support tier at $5 a month. You can help keep the show and its content flowing. The second tier is $20 a month, but it comes with perks and bonus content, as well as annual incentives from TMB Naturals, Microbial Mass, and Firebuds Genetics. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash theautoflowershow. Now, without further ado, let's get settled into our seats because class is about to commence.
1: We go. Let's see. Let's see if he can get various. Yo, sorry about that, What's everybody. Up,
2: I had. It. I was only on the phone with my mom. I had to finish up the conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Really? sorry
3: about that. Family first, definitely, man. 100%. How are you today? Doing great, brother. How are you doing? I'm doing
2: just well, man. Living the dream. Autos are boy. popping off. Yeah, the cream praying for sure. I don't know, man. I have definitely haven't. I've I've neglected them. I've been so fucking busy.
3: Some of them aren't looking so hot. That's yeah, all good. You still got you still got time to turn it around. Yeah, I'm not panicking just yet.
2: Look <laughs> at how, look at how oh, yeah. purple, got there purple coming out on there, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, tons of it.
2: It's crazy how purple this Fast blood Blackberry gets. I can't wait for the Mando to start chucking color, too.
3: Yeah, my Mando, both of my Mandos are throwing purple. Already? Yeah. One Mando's moving around, moving along a little bit uh, further than the other one. That one back there in the back. Its, uh, it's bud sites are, looks like they're about, I'd say at least four days ahead of this one right here. So this one's going to be a late flower, this big one in the front.
2: Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. If you got no, the not, time. No, not a bad thing. No, it, it might just have more bud sites, be a bigger plant.
3: Yeah, it, it's it's a way bigger plant. The, the stock is huge on it. And uh, yeah, families are, are, are just monsters, man. So, uh, what,
1: who's,
3: uh, so we got some guests today, man. You want to talk about that?
2: Yeah, I was just going to say, so before we dive into it, I want to quickly let everybody know that we're going to have the first place and second place Auto Cup winner from the 2021 Auto Cup. Come on to the show, and we're going to chat with them about how, uh, what they did about the grow, about, about the cup itself. Yada, yada, yada. But, man, you were at the cup. Do you want to tell yeah. us about your experience?
3: Yeah, so it was um it was a a beachside uh resort, it was some cabins. Uh Mike's Beach Resort in Lilyup, Washington. And uh it was it was awesome. It was um it's about I'd say about 300 people there and uh it was really like a really good community that that showed up. Um everybody got along, everybody uh had a great time. And uh there was about there's there was photo period and autoflower uh seed vendors there. So that was a good time. We actually did a seed swap as well between uh between vendors and and everything like that. It's pretty cool. A lot of good uh info put out in some of the interviews that took place. And then of course uh you know, what everybody that was there for originally or really is uh you know, to win that cup. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't get it this year um but i was i was really uh really happy that the person that did get it got it he's really great guy uh really down to earth really humble person and that's floral farm that's here in the chat and everybody nice. else entered man they're all great people you know but after meeting the first place winner you know i it i was really uh really Im- impressed uh with with his demeanor with him as a person and uh yeah it just really it was a really good time man everybody got along everybody had fun it was great
2: now um you gave a speech didn't you yeah i did actually what was it about
3: What's um short, short version just about like why why i chose to uh breed auto flowers uh why i chose to start growing autos and um yeah Pretty much, you know, like the road that led me to growing autos. And and so, so, so.
2: was the speech kind of like, hey, let's hear from the last Cups winner? Was that was um, that why they brought you up? Or was it because of your work with Auto Flowers? I think it was, well, it,
3: I think it was mostly because of the, the, the Cup, but also because I was a breeder uh, that was there too. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, totally. I, I mean, I don't look at myself as some famous person or anything like that. You know, um, I stay humble all the time. And, uh, so that's just me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll I'll never stop. My work ethic will never change. You know, I'm, (laughs) I'm going to always strive for the best, um, never think I'm the best and always be trying to be the best at what I do, you know, so. Get it right, I just keep that mindset, you know.
2: Speaking speaking of staying humble and people who try to be the best that they are, let's give a quick shout out to the sponsor. Um, sponsors now we've got Dino Myco TMB Naturals. Now that's at Dino Myco, uh, at TMB underscore Naturals, that's our main account. Uh, at Future Harvest Development, at Trim Bag, at Honor Grow. Now, not Honor Cannabis any longer. If you followed Honor Cannabis. You will be following Honor Grow. They changed it out. Mm. Um, yeah, because they got their main account deleted, and then I'd imagine they took cannabis out of the name just to be less of a flag. Ah,
1: that's, that's that's my great. guess at least,
2: because I noticed it. it they, I didn't talk to them about it. Um, anyways, yeah, so we got well, firebuds Honor
3: Cannabis today.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, you, and yeah, it's all good. Whatever. I'm sure that that if you type in Honor with no U, you're gonna get their account. Um, yeah, so yeah. that's another thing. It's Honor, H-O-N-O-R, Grow, G-R-O-W. And moving on, we got Fire Buds Genetics, of course, Microbial Mass, and FGI Lighting, last but not least. Um, now, just to give you guys a little uh, little update, or not update, but refresher on what's going on, we are doing uh, the Autoflower 101 class, which is the basics of growing autos. Now, if you aren't a beginner, there's still gonna to be tons of information that might, you might find useful. Um, what else is that the weekly, we're doing the giveaway. We do this every week. FireBuzz decides what, ge- what genetics he's gonna give away. And then TMB and DinoMyco give both, or they both give um, their product to the winner. And then if you show up for a class, you're actually being put on, uh, on the wheel automatically. And, um, and then we save those lists and based on attendance, we're doing a grand prize giveaway on the final class for, uh, next to everything to set you up to grow from all the sponsors. And there's also talk about a new sponsor hopping on board. I will not say who until it's official, but definitely exciting stuff. Um, yeah, so let's move on. Let's get to class. Enough of that shit. All that stuff's been said. Um, what do we got to do this week? Where are we at? What's going on?
3: So this week, uh, after we do the interviews, um, we're, this plant, as you can see, is uh, starting to get rather big. It's got branches, um, you know, growing above branches, and uh, so we want to. I want to get into you LSTing this thing, opening up that that you know, pulling the branches apart, opening up that canopy, and just showing people um, some different techniques and how to do that. I've
2: already done it. Yeah. But now, okay. So, what I told the the cup winners is we're gonna get them on at five thirty. So, if there's anything okay. that you want to, I mean, unless they're in here and we want to just go
3: now. I know. Uh, I know one of them's in here. That Perfect. was the. That was the first place.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: remind me of his handle again. I'm sorry.
3: That's that's Heston.
2: Yeah, and his handle is Floro Farm. Yeah, F L O F L O R O F A M R or F A R M Floro Farm. Yeah, if he's in here and he wants to hit you in, hit us in the comments let it or just send us a request. I think we could probably pop him on now, eh?
3: Yeah, I'd like to get him in here now. And uh let him tell us what he grew and how he grew it and what his experience was so i'm looking for him right now
2: auto flower show stop smashing your screen yeah no doubt man it's funny because i rock a case unless i'm unless i have to put my phone in a in a my gimbal and if i do then i take the case off and i just forgot to put it back on and dropped it and fuck the screen is just smashed i can only see a good like probably only 75 percent of the screen um
1: he might have stepped out for
2: a minute okay i did tell him five thirty.
3: yeah so that's cool but yeah, yeah so uh that's that's pretty much what we're going to be doing um somebody asked what week of of uh grow are we in this is the seventh uh seventh class seventh week right yeah so or, that's i haven't written We're actually there. it's the sixth because we did the seventh we did that class we did a class on Sunday, and then we turned around and did it on uh, the following Wednesday. So we're actually in week six of Grow.
2: Yeah, so what day is it today? It's the 22nd? So it's day 35 for our plants. Right? Yep. I think.
3: Yep, yep. And um, I've only given one nutrient feed um since i put this beans in soil and that was at a quarter strength um i explained earlier like no new burn uh they're handling the nutrients really well i decided to go ahead and go with uh, the future harvest easy bloom it's a powder and uh that's that's where i fed mine trying something new yeah and it seems to be liking him. Seems to be liking it.
2: Now, um, Floral Farm hit me with uh hit me with a message and so I think he might be trying to hop in. Oh cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, just if you see him pop in or whatever. But yeah. Sorry to interrupt.
3: But yeah, so so pretty much just been watching this thing get big and uh making sure it's you know it's it's staying moisturized and that's pretty much it but now 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 things are getting bigger and branches are stacking on top of each other so we're gonna we're gonna try to spread it apart and get a mo- little more light penetration in there
2: word okay so i see that floral farm is in here pestin is in here
3: okay yep i see him there we go let's get him on Talk about
2: it. <coughs> I really wish I could have went.
3: So I sent you the invite, Heston. All you gotta do is accept.
2: And so at the bottom of your screen, Hastin, there should be a notification. You should say one by the camera if you click, click that. In. Yeah, there you go. Yo! There one. we go. Look, Look at that, that out beard nice full force yeah it's fucking
4: big loving it how's it going man outstanding i just survived uh five to seven year old youth soccer practice i'm feeling pretty uh (laughs) yeah 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 unlimited (laughs) energy supplies
2: yeah so um yeah tell us about the the plant that won tell us about how you how you grew it what strain it was so on and so forth man and then
4: your experience yeah no for sure uh it was actually uh, uh from brother Mendel uh, in Missouri I've grown his photo periods for a couple of years outdoors and had some really gorgeous plants He uh, ended up sending me the uh, uh, special reserve cookies uh, that won as a, f- a free sample for autos that he wanted me to run and see how I liked. I had a, a, a interesting experience with auto flowers you know probably five six years ago when I first started becoming more riders. available and popular. It was right after the low rider, yeah. And uh, man, it was you know one of those classic three or four gram plants. <laughs> and I kind of broke my spirits on the autos and I stepped away for a few years and, and stuck with uh, some photo period stuff. And I was pleasantly surprised uh, how that plant turned out and actually glad that it worked out that way. It was finishing up real nice. Uh, I was just curious personally to see what it tested out as. and planned on dropping it over at uh, uh, Pre-Labs in Corvallis that I've used over a few years just to you know, R&D for myself and stumbled into the autoflower cup uh, on on Instagram. Yes. And it was perfect timing. The plant was about ready to come down. Uh, you know, I, had to, I think I had about 17 days from harvest to uh, a sample drop-off, which stressed me out a bit. I, I like to uh, glass my flower up at least you know sixty days before I present it to anyone, especially to present it someone to be judged. But it uh, it worked out really nice. Yeah, it was it was uh, uh, it was nice, nice, smooth smoke, and uh, really got me on board with the auto flowers. it kind of renewed my interest uh, back into the uh, into the auto flower market, and, I, and I'm glad I got a chance to go up to the cup that was uh, up in the air with my wife's work and we're uh by, by ourselves no family over here in Lincoln City so making arrangements with uh babysitting and kids if you guys have young ones you know how difficult they can make things sometimes but i got super lucky got to go up to the cup for the weekend and man what a absolutely beautiful uh location they had set up for us right like i said right on the water uh this old oyster farm <clears throat> Weather was perfect, uh, gorgeous, you know, not not much of a breeze, perfect temperature, and I've been to uh, Canacons and, uh, you know, the, the big conventions uh, all over the country for the last five years, off and on, and without exception, those large-scale events like that seem to bring out the just the, the dirtbag cutthroat salesmen who are hawking their wares to marked up convention prices. And it's just a big sales pitch. Uh, really just a greasy, rubs you the wrong way, not what cannabis is supposed to feel like. And this, the Autoflower cup was such a, a breath of fresh air. Uh, maybe because it was the Autoflower growers who are sometimes traditionally ostracized, or that's kind of a uh, uh, you know, in in yeah. the shadows, in emerging industry. So, we I think that sense of camaraderie just from growing autoflowers together. Uh, there was no there was no ego competition. Uh, every single person was glad to be there, happy to be out of quarantine and socializing with other adults. Uh, just a magical experience all around. And I I had uh, you know I I I didn't plan on winning by any, by any means. I, I knew I was up against some amazing competition. He uh, said Fire Buds, he, he, he took the first cup and I knew he was in it. So I had, the, my bar was pretty low. Uh, whenever, whenever I uh, announced I won, it was very, uh, caught me off guard, but man, uh, couldn't have been happier to, uh, the situation worked out so, so great. Everybody's just uh, uh, immediately welcoming into the community supportive, supportive. Uh, Great, great people. Everybody's trying to build each other up. It's not like the photo guys. It seems like everybody's talking down on the next guy's gear and uh, this mids that they're growing. You don't want to grab that trash beans. It's just uh, it, it was it just so refreshing to 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 get involved with the autoflower community and to see how welcoming and supportive everybody is. And it's and it's awesome. I think it's it's an emerging industry that's just uh, our upward trajectory. The next five years, it's gonna it's gonna become. Uh, yeah, it's going to become huge, and I feel like I hit it about the the, the right time uh, to get involved with it and and to learn my way around the plant. It's a it's a whole different animal from from photos where you obviously can control down to the length of its life cycle. You know, you, you control every every uh, phase of its growth. Where the autoflower is, it's got a deadline. It's on that deadline, and you better keep up. And that's kind of one of the fun things about it is I. Uh, I'm a no-till uh, living soil combined with some uh Korean natural farming ferments and doing a lot of the uh, uh the foliars, especially for the uh you know PGRs are a big hot button topic right now the synthetic PGRs are pushing and people don't realize that's a a synthetic PGR it, it, it's just that there's natural PGRs that uh, we utilize in, in a lot of uh, seeds, sprouted CT for for changeover. So i was just building my uh, my grow calendar out for this next cycle coming up here, and trying to schedule uh, when you believe the window for flowers going to open for you know, so a mung bean and maize uh, sprouted CT for transition to kind of minimize the internodal stretching and promote some like very rigorous growth. So traditionally with a a photo period, you know, the exact day that you're going to switch to veg. So it's easy to apply that foliar uh, on your schedule. Auto flowers are, 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 they're on their own schedule. Like I said, you you have to anticipate there's much more planning. It's uh, uh, not so much of, of a reactionary uh, with with photos, you can wait, and if something's wrong, then you have a week or two to fix it before you need to flip the flower. You got plenty of time. Uh, an auto flower is especially needy through that first three four weeks. You have to have a perfect environment. You you, you need to have uh, overwatering can't be an issue, or you're going to hamstring yourself as far as production in the end. So there's, it's it's challenging in new ways that I haven't uh, experienced before. It's it's a lot of fun. Like I said, it's it's kind of. Uh, exploring cannabis again for the first time because there's so many different nuances that come with this style of plant that you have to to be able to incorporate along uh, with the other other growing skills Uh, and uh, it's 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 invigorating and it's cool it's like growing weed again for the first time so it's it's a lot of fun and and having the classes like this that you know sure I did I, I won the cup but if you think that you have Learned enough, and you are uh, uh, know all you need to know. Well, that that's that's a step in the wrong direction. And having an opportunity to learn things from guys like Firebuds, in these classes, like I'm I'm not going to turn that down. That's that's. Are you kidding me? I've I picked up a few tips in the first class that I that I watched. You know, it's it's there's there's always something new to learn. Don't don't get set in your ways and don't. I, I think for myself anyway it's I can't I, I I don't like to commit to a certain style. You, you know, use bits and pieces of what works for you and your situation take i, I i'm not afraid if i need to use a bottle it's, That's that's it's what you use it's a tool uh you, you you provide an environment for your plant to thrive in and you you don't need to necessarily commit yourself to one style where you're afraid to deviate from that path because you might uh do something you know not strictly by the book no that's just uh that, that's Kind of what's worked for me over the years, and and, uh, and I like the, the picking and choosing. Like I said, like, I just like like certain aspects of no till, like certain aspects of the Korean natural farming. Uh, there's like some incredible bottled salt products out there that are useful and serve their purpose. So it's, I feel like if you are so and it's a society in general, like everything's so definitive, left right black white one two. There's a great area in growing. You know, do do what works for you. Do what you enjoy. Like I, I don't, I don't like the the constant tinkering. Uh, this, some some people have to be in their garden. Like my my good friend back on the East Coast, if he's not in his in his flower room for five or six hours a day, he, he's he's miserable, depressed. That's his therapy. So he runs a lot of hydroponics, a lot of buckets. He's always swapping reservoirs, always doing maintenance, always mixing solution, and that's his jam. That's not wrong. That's what you love. You're doing something you love. Do it the way you want to do it. Do what makes you happy. As long as you're, uh, you know, as long as you're not overly detrimental to the environment. And uh, one of my big draws to the, you know, the uh, regenerative and sustainable agriculture is obviously the the amount of farmland we're losing uh, specifically here in Oregon to traditional commercial farming. And I think there's a huge application for uh, uh, soil remediation and, and a lot of cheap and easy solutions to some very complex problems we've uh, created over the years through, uh, unregulated, uh, agricultural use. And, right. I mean, you, you see these farms in Southern Oregon, that's I'm, I'm actually battling with the OLCC uh, for three years now, trying to get licensed. I have been, uh, fighting with the big money from out of state that comes in and buys the license outright. And, you know, yep. someone like myself that doesn't have uh, a million plus in the bank account to, to do that, uh, you know it's a it 's an uphill battle, and i 'm not going to quit fighting it because it's they've made it difficult uh, it 's my passion and and I feel like i I need and want to share it with other people so uh, there's always a battle you know at the end of the day we 're blessed to live out here on the west coast where we're we're uh, legally able to grow and uh, you know uh, always always happy that i can i can not look it over my shoulder anymore it's a, it's a nice feeling to be able to walk into your garden and, and not yeah. worry about it.
2: Yeah, definitely. 100%, 100%, couldn't agree with you more. And that was really great. Thank you so much.
4: No, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. I, um, this Wednesday afternoon, soccer practice, missed a couple of classes, but I'm going to start cutting it out early. I think this is more important than the kids.
3: So where's the <laughs> where's the cup at, man? Where's the cup at? Oh, the
4: cup is in here. Actually, we want to see it. The only place I, could, <laughs> the only place I could feel like during my little oh, – I'm trying to turn this around here. Yeah, there, there we go. Got my little yeah.
3: shrine yeah. here. Barbara's yeah. house. Yeah.
4: Well, oh, no, I figured. I'm going to get you some stickers. My wife's not going to let that shit fly up in the bedroom, so this is my only place <laughs> I grow my <like>, grow room. <laughs> <Like a little laughs> yeah. uh, I got a
1: little
4: display. That's awesome. I did get my poster. Uh, uh, oh, Julian, uh, what is it? Bastos, I think, Julian. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, sweet poster. She let me put that on the wall, so I'll take that. I'll, I'll, I'm not gonna complain anymore after that.
3: <laughs> so you, uh, you, how how does it feel now? Like, how is it feeling when you won? And and how do you feel now about it?
4: Oh man, uh, it's hard to describe. You know that that first that first the whole afternoon it was just a a, a surreal out of body experience blur you know i sit i sat there probably in my chair for a few seconds after she announced the the winner and <laughs> waiting for her to say oh just joking sit the hell down he didn't win but uh it it was uh it was awesome uh like you had, like you said I, I got a lot of uh got a lot of exposure social media on instagram mean you know, i got like sixteen hundred followers it's been very right. uh very interesting to see you know and like I was not really mm-hmm. involved in the social media aspect until like more so after the cup and just going to get into the world of uh, trying to make cool content for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's kind of always been my battle. It's like, man, I just like, I like to grow weed. I didn't want to, I didn't, didn't want to take care of the books and and, and all of the right. other stuff that goes along with it. But the reality of it nowadays, is like, yeah, it's like, that's just kind of, that's kind of part of it these days, it seems like, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, take, take advantage of my little uh, a moment in the sun and uh, man, I guess, yeah, trying to uh, try to enjoy it. And, and it just, it was, you know, uh, very, very humbling. Uh, you like, man, you, 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 right after the, right after the award ceremony came up and shook my hand. And that was like the last thing I expected, honestly, like I said, coming from the photo world, like the guys would don't do that in the cuffs you come over and congratulations. And man, that, that, that made my day right there. Uh, you and your wife are super kind, and uh, that—that just—that sums it up. That just—that has been nothing but a pleasant experience. Uh, I, you know, I—not necessarily, uh, you know, making any money off of the, the, the deal. I had figured out how to do that yet, or I would have. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. I, and I don't—I don't need that. It's—it's it's, kind of cool, people. Uh, you know, people sending messages and asking your opinion on things, and, and it's kind of validating. I think that's why I, I talked to uh, Bullseye about the other last week. We were talking about a uh, few two things after the cup, and it's like, man, the biggest, the biggest positive and the biggest takeaway for me for this whole thing was the validation uh for my wife and justifying the amount of money I spend on this shit. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> champing you know, right? yeah it's just like it's like, like, it's yeah so that that was huge. Yeah, was, that's the only thing that's the only thing that came of it. It's a total win, yeah. So, so got a little leeway with the wife and Oh Yeah, I hear yeah. That.
3: Okay.
4: yeah man. That's so that's cool funny. dude. And uh you you
3: mentioned a lot of things. You spoke about a lot of uh different methods to your growing and so forth um but i don't think a lot of people know your your background and 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 actually where you what you've been doing and and what you currently do as a grower you want to talk about that for a minute
4: yeah for sure man i'll just like quickly run down like back in the late 90s okay. uh in the river bottoms of oklahoma my brother and i started growing gorilla style and uh it's kind of the my first harvest actually we dried about a pound and a half in a tree outside in my grandma's front yard in downtown Tulsa, and uh, <laughs> man, we we went to we went to the uh, University of Tulsa dorms and pound and a half bagged up into eights and sat at the front door of the dorms and, and sold out that evening. That was my first my first experience in it, and since then I, I've been trying to uh, I've been trying to 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 be involved in the legal market, and it's just very difficult it's geared specifically to prevent just like every other it seems like every other uh, angle in society it's it's, very, it's it's hard as a small person small business owner you know yes uh, i grew uh i've been growing medically for, for you know 10 years now uh, and i i i really feel strongly about the medicinal qualities of the plant and, and i know that's always the the hippies talking about Weed is going to save everybody for the last 20 years and people are, are tired of hearing about it. But now there's, with the laws changing and studies being done and there's a lot of actual uh, data coming in to support all of these things that, you know, the, the pe- people that are passionate about this plant have been preaching for the last, you know, 20, 30 years during prohibition. So now, uh, like I said, we, we moved from uh, Rhode Island to Oregon uh, to participate in the OLCC, in the, the recreational cannabis market here and ran into a lot of roadblocks. Like I said, and uh, we we uh, bought some land up in Tillamook, uh, Tillamook County here on the Oregon coast. Uh, for our OLCC, the Tillamook County was more friendly. And we uh, got in the queue uh, before the, the cutoff back in 2018. Ended up uh, growing hemp. We did some, uh, like basically, let say I'm a like specialty crop farmer. You uh, grow a profitable a cash crop uh, right. and at the time the cbd seeds were popping off uh, people getting a dollar a seed and i took a big contract for a, a, a company down in southern oregon to do a, a cbdc production run at our farm in tillamook to try to pay the bills basically you know save save the farm uh, while we were waiting on our olcc license uh, and tried our hand at hemp uh, market was wishy-washy on that and uh, ended up having to sell our farm and back down to, uh, medical, uh, growing here in my, at my home in Lincoln city. And, uh, battling as I've been, it's been a three year battle that I refuse to, uh, relent. And I know there's a way that I will be able to legally sell in the Oregon market. And I just, I think I finally found an avenue through the OMMP. Uh, but it's just like a, Man, I I, harp, I feel bad. Uh, I'm sure he's a decent person, but it's just Jim Belushi is the face that's out there. And I always go back to that, and I see him, and it sends me into a fucking fury because somebody like that that hasn't sacrificed. You know, I'm uh, very fortunate I didn't end up in prison. Uh, I know there's a, a lot of people who did for ridiculous reasons of, of this plant, you know, but I did. Uh, I put my blood, sweat, and tears into this plant, into this industry for the last, you know, 20 years, and during Prohibition, and whenever I was, you know, like I said, constantly looking over your shoulder, uh, involved with people you don't would never want to be involved with, just to, to try to make a dollar. And it's right. the exact same way now in the legal industry. It, nothing has changed. It's the same way. And it's been geared that way for, you know. The big money out of state coming in, and you know these Canadian companies, Canopy coming in and dropping five million on a hundred thousand dollar license that I was going to buy, and you know I can't, I have, I don't have five million dollars. Yeah. Uh, who the fuck does? Besides these big <laughs> corporations that are spreading out, and, and uh, it's just, I, I really feel like, and I see beautiful fields uh, of cannabis. I've been in some you know ten thousand plant grows. I helped run a couple of huge grows, and. Yeah, the plants are—they're good. They're good-looking plants, and then I just feel like you can't maintain the level of quality that I feel that people deserve on a scale like that. And
2: another another it's just, thing to consider—it's hard to do. Another thing on like a scale like that to consider is like um, you have to move that. If you grow a million pounds in a year, you gotta fucking sell a million pounds in a year, and if you can't.
4: You're screwed, no, right? You can't, and that's the whole thing. It's like, they're, in 2018, whenever they, uh, or 2017, when they decided to stop the application, accepting applications because of overproduction, which is exactly right. It's like, you, you got a, uh, uh, I think they said 15 times more was produced than was consumed. So okay. there was, uh, I forget the name of the farm. They had a deal on their uh, uh, YouTube channel a couple of years ago, but they were basically, they had out in their field, burning last year's harvest that they couldn't sell because they didn't have room for this year's harvest coming down. So uh, you're uh, talking about you're talking about guys like five, six hundred pounds of flour well, torching it. And because it, because it, they just overproduced. Overproduced mid quality uh garbage and that is the and then the amount of waste associated with that, not only is the product wasted, but how much water. electricity, water Plastic bottles in the landfill for that yeah, wasted a product. And huge, footprint. huge, huge footprint, and for for what? For no reason. For it to burn it in the field at the end of the uh, the next season because they couldn't sell it. So that's the reasoning for the state to limit the applications. But my argument has always been that it's supposed to be a free market, and I feel like it's uh, it's absurd that I you know you put a, a put a, a pound of my flour against any of these big commercial farms in Southern Oregon, and I'd say nine out of 10 times, people will choose mine. And not, right. you know, for no other re- reason, because of this, the hands-on, this, this, the time spent with that individual plant, it, it shows. Uh, the trend quality suffers in, in large production. Like you said, the footprint, the carbon footprint, the amount of pollution it, is going into. So it's very frustrating for someone that's begging to, to participate in a free market, I want. I want to pay my taxes. My family lives here. My kids go to school here. Uh, want I want to produce 20, 20, or, 20 or thirty pounds, uh, you know, a year. And that, that's all I'd be able to do here in my house. 20, 30 pounds a year—that's a drop of water in the bucket. And uh, my farming methods would, would comparatively to the uh, scale guys, my footprint is non-existent. You know, it's it's right. it's extremely frustrating. And I know that there's hundreds of us, people just like me in the same boat. And that's always been my argument is you got this farm. that's kind of, let's say you're doing a thousand pounds of flour a year. That's more than likely on a scale like that. It's going to be owned by shareholders and investors. So the money that the farm is generating, they're paying their taxes, but all the profit is going out of state. So it, it would be, uh, exponentially more beneficial to the state and its residents if that thousand pounds instead of one farm that was owned by out-of-state investors, if that thousand pounds was busted up into 100 farms, 10 pounds, uh, you know, 10 pounds, there are 10 farms that produced 100 pounds. And, they, you know, that's scaling down to a family size, like, you know, 20, 30 pounds, like, I, I can do that by myself. And, and that would go a long way to helping support my family. Where yeah. that money, that money, that 20 or 30 pounds is inconsequential to a large scale grow. That doesn't matter to them. That's not enough. Whereas if, if there was 50 of us that could grow 20 pounds, that would change 50 families' lives for the better.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
4: that, and that money is all getting spent at the grocery store, uh, buying shoes and school supplies. That tax, all that money is going right back into the community. Yep. And it is absolutely uh, disheartening and just soul crushing to to be trying to, to do that and to participate legally, you know, I, I don't. I'm at the point in my my life that I'm not willing to uh, do what I did before. And I, if I play by the rules, pay my taxes, pay my bills on time. I don't want to look over my shoulder, lose sleep at night. It's not worth it anymore. But right. I refuse to. I refuse to to take no for an answer. It's not an option when when these other people are allowed to 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 do that and to participate in the industry in this way. It's it's bullshit. It's not it's not right it's just, it's yeah. gross. It's fucking gross. And, and it really, it really bothers me. I've been on the phone. I just tell them I'm all fired up and fresh in my mind. I've been dealing with this <laughs> like all last week. And then again, first thing this morning, trying to get some definite answers and it's, you know, the dealing with the state, nobody knows anything. Nobody can give any definite answers. It's always the, the pass the bucks. Like, Oh, well let me, let me run this up the chain. And it never gets to the yeah. top and there's never any, anything resolved or issues addressed. Like- so it's,
3: what I run to here in the state of Washington is um when the license were initially opened up um for commercial grows, uh, you know, of course you had your investors, your your um your government people coming in and buying the license up, and just you know, people that had money came in and bought 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 all the license up but didn't exactly know what they were doing. They didn't know how to grow. And so now there's people holding these licenses don't even have a commercial grow. They're just holding the license and not letting anybody have it. Um, like, that's the big problem here is like, I if, if I could get a hold of just a tier one license, you know, I could do so much when it comes to breeding and growing. But people are holding on to this license and they're not letting them go for under $150,000 just for a piece of paper that they paid $3,000 for. Yes, sir. You know what I'm that's, saying? And then yeah. if you do have that kind of money to get that license then the state wants you to have two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the bank to back that license and you know a lot of people just don't have that in the bank you know what i'm saying and and so it's just it's just insane here man and and I, i know exactly where you're coming from so yeah man that's that's awesome that you were able to share that with everybody as well
4: yeah, just just speaking on that too. The sell, selling the license. There's actually a website now in Oregon yeah. that uh, sell you know, yeah, sell the we'll license. So for the the micro tier, the micro tier two license that I wanted to apply for 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 here in my home, it's like just, uh, uh, it's like 500 square foot canopy or less. That's nothing. You know, these guys are in hundreds of thousands of square foot. Yeah. So I could I could buy one of those licenses the transfer for three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> for that 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 they paid like you said they paid 3 grand for it not using it not in production just in their name they bought it up before the uh before the deadline in 2018 and and uh whatever it's it just like it's 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 turned like into said, a commodity and it's yeah. Fresh food. Yeah. man yeah,
2: yeah but yeah. i I want to say that um yeah i mean that was that was very awesome man and and the way you you were able to talk about it was very articulate and I'm sure opened the eyes for a lot of the audience.
4: So thank yeah, you. I, I had no idea about it, and I wouldn't have known about it unless I was directly involved and affected by it and just kind of, you know, that's the what the, the human condition, you know. It doesn't matter until it directly affects you, which is another slap in the face. Uh, how many other issues are going on all around us that don't directly affect us, that are equally uh, offensive and revolting, that, you know, man, it's just... a uh, yeah, definitely eye-opening experience for sure.
3: Cool, man. Well, I
2: think we should we should get Bullseye on
4: here,
3: hey? Heck yeah! Oh yeah, man. Thanks for coming in and sharing everything with us, brother. We
4: appreciate it. Hey, man, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll look forward to listening to Bullseye. And hey, one last time, congratulations on the win, my friend. Hey, thank you. I, I really appreciate that. It means a lot. Yeah. I'll tell my wife you said so too.
2: Yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> you have my full support
3: all right all right guys Cheers, peace man. man thanks take it easy brother all right all
1: right boys, well, you, uh, you so was, i sent, I sent
3: bullseye the request bullseye, if you look down the bottom right hand corner of your screen you'll see the camera with the a little red uh thing on it just click no on that and, yeah,
2: I I will say we've got 15 minutes before the live is gonna just end on us. Okay. Yeah. We're I
3: think still waiting for.
2: Floor farm. <laughs>
3: it's saying God, I, I can only have three. It's saying I can only have three guests in my live. I thought we could do four. I thought so too, but that's here, okay. Here we go. We'll, we'll get, get it. It. We'll get bullseye. Okay, bullseye. He's invited.
2: I thought you could do four as well. I saw people doing four at one point.
3: They keep so, changing this shit, man. Try to get him in here now. I just resent him the invite. There
5: yeah. we go. What's, What's up, man? Yo, yo, yo. You got a mask What's on? What's going on, bro? Yeah, he does. Okay. Yeah, I got, I on, got, I I got, got a, a second floral on that statement, though. Okay. Yeah, what statement? Which one? I gotta second him on that statement. The wind has really gotten a lot of leeway with the wife. Straight up, Floro. Straight up <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part of the wind by far.
2: <laughs> That's hilarious. Ooh. All right, man. Tell us about um well, tell us about yourself and then what you entered into the cup and how you grew it.
5: Yeah, man. Uh I'm out here, you know, down south in Prohibition. So, you know, for me it's just I mean, they have medical here, so it was just an opportunity for myself to grow something of, of quality. Cause where I'm at, it's just, there is no flavor. There is no, everything just tastes the same. There's no, you know, that bud that you crack open and, and you can just smell the difference. You know what I'm saying? They just, it, we didn't have that here where I'm at. Um, So basically I just want to create real good medicine for myself and that's all it ever was. And um, I was actually following uh, Daz from uh, Night Owl. And, yeah.
1: Uh,
5: he had posted on his story. He's like, yo, if anybody has fire, I'm on vacation. And I was like, oh, man. So I hit him up. I hit him up, and we met up. He actually came to a, a job site where I was at. And I walked him around, and I just uh, I, I gave him some flour. I'm like, bro, just let me know what you think. And a super humble guy, man. It's one of the... One of those dudes, you shake their hand, you just feel that energy that he's just a super nice guy, a real humble dude. Yeah. So, um, you know, he tried my flower, and I thought that was it, you know? I thought I would just hear from him eventually, and he said he was going to send me a little pack of seeds, so I thought that was cool. And he hit me up, and he's like, brother, um, man, I don't know if you ever considered entering the cup, but you should should consider it. And I was like, oh, wow. So from that moment on yeah from that moment on, it was kind of like I've been hitting the ground running <laughs> i uh everything was full intention to grow something for the cup, so that's exactly what I did. I grew uh rock Bud's grape slurricane
1: mm-hmm. uh
5: beautiful yeah, it was it was extremely phenomenal, very rigorous. It, the frost on it, Frosty. the senescence that it gives—it was it's oh, yeah. super dense. The flavor is super like grape berry, terpy. Very, mm-hmm. I mean, it was great. I, I mean, I thought it was great. So uh, that's what I entered, and um, yeah, I got the win. You know, with some a little bit of living soil, a little recipe that uh, I mean, I, I followed the first the class y'all did before. I've been following rise. most of you guys for a long time, so of <laughs> stuff I learned from you guys, stuff I learned from Dan from Full Duplex, yeah, guys like uh, Blue Green Tank from Maine and these other guys. I just put together, you know, something that I thought would work according to what I learned from y'all. Yeah. So you know, uh, so I sick. let th- I let that soil cook up, you know, and uh, <laughs> just all all organic amendments. You know, seed sprouted teas, uh, compost teas, um, you know, just full probiotic menu trying to apply just uh, everything to the biology of the soil, because it's microbiology is the philosophy. So, and that's what I stand by. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that that that's kind of my experience. I mean, for me personally, I didn't get an opportunity to go to the cup just because of where I'm at. And just trying to keep, you know, the family safe. So hopefully next year I'll definitely, the the plan is to definitely be there coming with the family. So we're going to show some love for sure.
2: Well, dude, it's super sick that uh, that you've been plugged in for a minute. Have you always grown autos?
5: I mean, yeah, that's the first thing because of my situation. That's the space. I don't have much space. Everything was done in a two and a half by two and a half by five feet. And that's you know that's the only space I have available. So for me, an auto was kind of like the only thing that made sense. Yeah, yeah. You Worried
3: know? I mean, about the electric company seeing your light bill shoot up too, right? Exactly. <laughs>
5: One <000%. laughs> <I> thousand <bet> <laughs> percent. One thousand percent. That's hilarious. So yeah, I mean, I'm i I've only I've only ever really played with autos. That's kind of been my thing. Uh, I just learned them from the ground up. I kind of go off a of field, you know, you kind of just read the plan and I kind of do what I feel at the time, you know, all organic. And that's kind of what I stand by. by too, regenerative farming. So we, we can preserve the earth that we've been gifted. That's kind of the vision. That is awesome.
2: Respect that. Now, um, shoot, I had a question. Oh yeah. Well, since you've only grown autos, what are some of your favorite autos that you have grown? Just for anybody out there that's
5: getting into it. Well, I tell you, um, if you're if you're looking something to squish, I recently just grew one of the ones that I was growing for the cup was a uh, Dazz's uh, Creme de la Cosmo. It. man that thing uh even on a cold press you put that thing in 170 degrees and she's gonna drip down the paper so if, if that's something that you're looking into i would definitely i would definitely give that a shout word man for word, sure well,
2: hey we're we're cranking down on um the last few minutes here so butts. do you have any more questions for bullseye
3: um yeah so like how long have you been growing autos?
5: Good question. Um yeah, I started growing actually uh in March twenty nineteen. Awesome. Uh shit, yeah. Put up my first tent, you know, popped my first beans, started kinda like anybody else and you know, uh advanced nutrients, A and B. Trying to mm-hmm. figure yeah. out, you know, the complexity or the simplicity of what this really is and from there i mean i still actually have those bottles i never went through them because it was kind of like i've had an exponential growth as far as like where i started where i'm at i just kind of kept my head down and kept it you know learning from you guys and all the podcasts that you can listen to i mean the information is all out there you just got to want it and got to look for it
3: yeah and it's really there oh yeah That's
5: so yeah time. i uh I uh I ha- I have like fifteen bottles of uh, of advanced nutrients. If anybody wants it, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: that's
5: hilarious.
1: That's All right, cool. Then.
2: Word. well, um, yeah. What do you say? We uh we call it here and then uh, pop back up live and and talk more about what to do with our plants this week.
5: Okay, sounds yeah. good, man.
2: Okay, cool. Bullseye. Thank you so much for your time, man. Congratulations on the win. Wait, do you have your yeah. do you have the cup?
5: I, I don't have a cup. I have the, they gave a little, um, glass, uh, I, yeah, like glass. a glass trophy deal. It's Let's pretty see cool. It. Let's see it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Badass. Oh, man. Yeah. My, my, mine's is in the office right now. The wife is on the phone. Oh
1: yeah. I don't,
2: oh, want, right. I,
5: well, I don't want to mess with that leeway. We're doing good.
2: Yeah. yeah okay, so what, <laughs> what you got to do for everybody. Um, tell us your handle and then, and then we can go see it on it. Cause I'm sure it's on your feed or post a new picture of it for us.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can you can click the uh, the link in my bio. Uh, I just had a, a little interview with the Green Sunshine Company, and they used that photo. So if you just click the link in my bio, you'll see the picture. Sick! What's your Instagram handle again? Just so everybody. I got can... it pinned. Yeah, yeah. it's the uh, it's okay. the one yeah, pinned my... there at the bottom. Yeah, for sure.
2: My screen is broken, so <laughs> sorry. Yep, I got it pinned <laughs> down I, there. I believe you. It's
3: pinned.
2: <laughs> 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 Anyways, thanks so much, man. You got an X on your screen if you want to just hit that then uh then then we can uh yeah you'll be you'll be off but thank you so much for your time man
5: hey for sure thank you guys hey and everybody catch that daz drop on october 11th oh, Hell yeah. there we go get it
3: yep, yeah yeah shout out to daz Rockbud, bud fool duplex you know all those pioneers out there um that have been leading the way for, you know, auto flower growers and providing the beans, you know, shout out to all them guys. And, uh, I don't know if y'all caught that, but what he just said kind of like backs up what floral farm, uh, what Heston mentioned, he's taken a little bit from everything and is and, and is just incorporated in, into his grow and, and, and he's, you know, he's, he's got it down. And that's what's cool about this community is you can get info from, different growers you know and and just to have some more tools in your belt to try out and make it make it go your way and make things work out really good for you.
0: Oh yeah,
2: and another thing too is that <clears throat> he figured out his um his goals or his values or what he wanted and and then adapted from everybody else, right? Yeah. So yeah. he he's stuck with it like he said, he he wants to grow organically. Um and and to uh to preserve this planet that we've been we've been gifted and, and he's found his own he's found his way to do that from everybody's method. Which is super dope.
1: Yep, yeah. Yeah.
2: So anyways, um yeah, let's call it here and then we can go back and, and we can talk more about what our what to do this week.
3: Alright. I'll end it right now everybody and y'all just hop back in once you see us go live again.
2: Word. See you in a minute.
0: Hey guys, today I'd like to give a shout out to one of our titled sponsors at TMB underscore naturals, mostly known for their CO2 generator called the Enhancer. The Enhancer is the highest performing natural CO2 generator on the market today, so it's perfect for any indoor garden or grow room. They also have refill packs available for the Enhancer at approximately half the price, so you can refill the original bottle to save money. Recently, their new granular pH up and down is getting great feedback in the market. I've used it myself and I truly love it. I suggest you try it for yourself. Cheers, guys.
1: Um, okay, so
2: back to the class. Or what we were back to about. the class.
3: And I'm just going to run through this LST for y'all. And just to show y'all, let me move around to the side here.
1: Bottom of the pot. Cool. All right. What we're doing is similar to what Jesse did uh, a few weeks back. But what Jesse
3: did is he he bent the whole plant over to separate it from the other plant that was in the pot. It's similar. It's a similar technique. When you have them, when you have branches like this stacking on top of each other right, you get the light that's trying to penetrate down to these individual bud sites is being blocked out by the branch above it or by the family above it, like this. And so what what I'm gonna do is, is I'm gonna get some of my garden ties, like this here, get this roll for a dollar at the Dollar Tree, and I've pre-cut some at about, uh, almost two feet long. All right, and I got some of these. These are little miniature binder clips that you can get from Walmart. This is what I'm going to use to lst this plant.
2: I don't really have room to lst, so I'm just going to sit back while you teach. Okay, I'm I'm definitely listening, but. So I'll start on this side because this is where I got more pot to work
3: with over here because, you know, initially we planted two plants in this pot and one was male, so it got pulled out. So I'm going to start with my bottom branch. And I'm going to take the paper clip. And wherever I want this branch to sit at, that's where I'm going to place the paper clip on the pot. I'm going to take my garden time, and I'm going to make a loop in it like this. I'm gonna to go to the top of this branch, not down here in the middle, not at the base, at the top because that's where it's more flexible, right? You don't want to be on the butt side. Try to go in between butt sides. I'm gonna loop around that branch. I'm gonna take the other end of my tie, and then I'm gonna take the top of the branch and pull it over into that direction.
1: And then I'm just
3: going to loop it down here at the paper clip. I'm going let it, to let it stay there. Now, If I want it to come more over, then i just move my paper clip, slide it. That way it bends that branch over that way now. So if you look, now this branch isn't sitting directly on top of this branch. This branch is pulled out that way. And then I'm going to work
1: my way up. Yeah, you and you put them. Right here.
2: You kept them them so long, so that it was easy to make the loop and hook it around, and easy to change the length if you do so desire in the future. Exactly. I like that. I've never kept them long like that. I really like that idea.
1: Yeah,
2: I do them long that way because I know I've got to go all the way up to here, right?
3: And so that way, kind of like one size fits all, and then I can just twist up the the end of it, you know, just just to cut off the length,
2: right? Totally. And then you can use it. You have something long to kind of pull on to change the length too. So you're not like fighting with something short. I like it. Right.
3: Now this that. branch that was sitting on top of this one initially, I'm going to pull it over to this direction over here. So that way this family is no longer going to be blocking out light from this,
1: from this website right here that's sitting right underneath I'll come up here to the top, take my little loop around, loop back down here,
3: and then I'll pull my paper clip over just a little more. So now I've got my penetration to both of these branches. The family's not blocked in this blood site, but this is a huge family. The thing is way bigger than my hand. And what it's doing, it's still blocking the bud sites further down the branch. So at that point, I'm gonna take this leaf and I'm gonna tuck it in behind those bud sites. And you can take your fingers and try to bend that thing, try to bend that fan leaf as much as possible. Sometimes it's so big, you might have to remove it or cut some of the fan leaf off, which I've done before. You can actually go in and cut half the fan leaf. But I try not to remove any of this stuff because this is what's you know storing nutrients. it's what's providing uh, the photosynthesis for the plant. so and if I pull it off, I cause stress right to the plant. Now that that's now that that family's out of the way, I can actually go here and you can always go back and adjust. and I can let this branch come up a little more, go between the next site, right? Let the branch come up a little more. So now I've got penne- full penetration to this branch and to this branch. Nothing up here is blocking anything in the way.
1: How I'm going to do is keep doing that. Use that method all the way around.
3: Like this branch here. I'm going to pull it over here. So I'm going in between these two branches now. And that's what's awesome about these paper clips is you can adjust and adjust and adjust. Um, you can move them all the way around the edge of the of the pot and just put things where you want. It, you know,
1: this one here I'm gonna go underneath this side right here. I'm going to pull this branch this way. Oh. So now, see, so yeah, I've got more penetration here, here, here. And you're just going
3: to keep working your way around just like that all the way around until eventually everything's open up and light is hitting everybody's side.
1: And be careful when you're doing this.
3: Um You know, like I said, go from the top up here, when you're trying to move, lock it in, and you'll be able to see how, you know, how um, flexible the plant is. You'll be able to build.
2: Yeah, just to reiterate.
3: Going too hard with it and snapping the branch. I've done it. Pretty much everybody's done it.
2: Yeah, you can pull a branch right off if you pull too hard. So you just want to pull from the top.
3: That family, if I, I've got tucked already behind here. I'm going to tuck it down even more, just like that. So you now I'll see how I have that open up. This one that's sitting on top of this branch, I'm going to bend it down back behind. And these, these families, especially the ones towards the top, that are still a little more stiff. They're not as long as the ones towards the bottom they're gonna wanna come back up, right? Um, I've seen some people do like this with them because they didn't wanna cut them. They'll get a smaller piece of tie, cut a little small piece like this, and they'll actually go around up here and tie that fan leaf, you know, just put a little loop around it. You're not tying it tight to the stem. You just have a, a loose loop like that. And it's keeping that family from coming back up. So I've seen people do that. That's one thing that I learned from somebody else. I've seen somebody else do. I
2: think I did something like
3: Yeah, I, I, think, it, I think it might have been you. <laughs> and, we're gonna, and we're just going to work it like that. Like all the way down. I like with the branch where I know it's going to get full penetration. And I tie it down.
1: Got some more tie here.
3: But it's 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 not it's nothing hard. It's it's not rocket science. It's as simple as separating branches and, and putting them where you want them, making sure the light's hitting everything properly. Now on this one, because I'm potted low to the edge of the pot, I have to go a little bit longer with my, with my, uh, with my tie because I'm coming out like, really from way underneath the plant. If I was centered in this pot, it wouldn't,
1: it wouldn't be so hard.
3: And like I said, you're not tying really tight around these branches. You're tying a loose, a loose, uh, like loop around the branches. So now you see these three branches are sitting like almost like in a circle now, right? And you can go back and you can readjust this. Say, say, okay, I want this branch further away from this one because I had to pull this one way over here. You can go back. Take a paper clip, off, and and just readjust you pull it down you know so it's it's uh it's further away and not touching the other one and now throughout the week these branches are going to try to grow back up right they're going to try to grow back up towards the light the ends of these branches are going to start bending up towards you know making a right angle And uh, that's okay. You know, you just keep adjusting your paper clip, adjusting the branches, and just making sure, you know, you you continue to get all that light.
1: Move this big family
3: on this side over here. And then I'm gonna move this branch right here over here and then i'm going to pull this family down and you're seeing like how much everything is opened up now <coughs> some people will use uh, long pipe cleaners some people will use rubber bands um this is what i i found easy and um, and just easy and, and easy to adjust because you just you know unclip the clip from the pot and move it. It's also reusable. Yeah, yeah, it's reusable. You can keep them for the next round. You know, you don't have to worry about poking any holes. <laughs> you don't oh, have to mind. worry about the pot uh, not having the holes, or if you need the branch. um yeah. Some pots will come with you know. Uh, little holes in the, in the edge of the pot but sometimes the holes aren't exactly where you need them or where you want them and you don't have to worry about
2: none of that stuff you do like this. and also um, yeah what i was going to say is i've had mine since the first class
1: yeah i've got a drawer that- <coughs> excuse me <laughs> So what I'm doing right here, this is my last
3: set of branches, right? I got these three branches sitting right on top
1: of these things. And I'm just going, I'm looking,
3: I'm like, okay, I can move one this way because I got space over here. I can move one that way, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be totally opened up after that, you know. So, or I can move them the other way, vice versa, like this, whatever works out the best for you.
2: Just remember to be very gentle yeah. you don't want to snap a branch off. Yeah, be, be real gentle, I
1: mean,
3: I've been doing it long enough where I, I, can, I can feel the dexterity of the plant. Yeah. You know? And so it's, it's kind of an easy thing for me to do, but always pay attention
1: and, and just go slow with it. If it's your first time, if you haven't done it before, go slow with it.
2: they are 35 days from seed, from breaking ground.
1: <clears throat>
3: I've even seen some some people that use, that are in DWC. I've seen some people use uh, duct tape. Like they'll take the tape and, and then... Um, they'll fold it in half where it sticks to itself like and then and until you reach the ends right so you have about this long that's still sticky and they'll take one end wrap it around the branch stick it to the tape to the other side of the tape and then they'll take the other end and stick it right to the pot right to the DWC uh pot. i've seen that one guy here on instagram uh Got his own photo line out too. The thing that's real short, he used to do that. He's doing it. I, I saw first do that using
2: the duct tape. That's dope. You gotta do what you gotta do sometimes.
1: <laughs> See, this one is, in a, is in a real, real hard tool. It's, I just gotta come over slightly with it.
3: you can go back, I if you don't want all an extra, you know, um tie and everything like where I'm at right now. This is just a quick show you how to do a thing. I'll go back, you know, make it nice and pretty for my photos for Instagram and all that good stuff. But, but uh yeah, if you don't want all that extra, you gotta go back, readjust, trim things, make it nice.
1: There's nothing wrong with that. Wanna well, take this other family right here, bend it over. That same loop as I used for the other one. It's a little hard here. i will make a good picture for Instagram and content. And you got these top ones. You can fold those down like that. You got know, folders under here. And it's just gonna push out towards that little bitty branch. It pushed out.
3: I've snapped these off before, too. Maybe you know, I've snapped a lot of branches. But there it is. It's that simple. And you, like I said, you go back in here, move families around, to uncover stuff, you know. Like that. So now we have a lot more. I'll get my phone off of the stand so you can actually see up close. Now you have a lot more penetration into this canopy. A lot more. So, this one, I'm probably going to come back. You see, I'm sitting right here and right here. I'm probably going to come back and adjust this over a little more this way, you know, so I'm not sitting right underneath that one. But you can see all the way through here now, each one of these branches is all getting hit with light. Everything's getting hit with light now. And, um, once you do this, you're gonna you're gonna notice your bud sites are gonna start getting bigger, your growth is gonna get a lot bigger, everything's gonna start shooting up a lot more, and uh and the end product is gonna be bigger buds, healthier plant, you know. So that's how you do the LST. Simple, easy method.
2: Very cool. That was a really good lesson. <clears throat> Now, um, what do you think? Should we
3: close the wheel and get to it? Yeah, let's uh let's hop on the wheel, man. Let's go ahead. I got one question down here. Oh yeah, shit. Pick them says with all the ties around the pot, what is the next device you have found to water between them? Ooh. Right here. Two gallon pump up sprayer works good to get in between there or you can get uh one of the watery pots with the nozzle on it or you can just get a cup small enough i mean i can get my hands in here you know with all these ties so i can get a cup and pour it in here with no problem at all but if you don't want to get down there and get in between there always Always got the pump up sprayer, man. That always works.
2: Or even just a a garden. What do you call it? A watering can for your garden that has a. Smell?
3: Yeah, yeah, like one of those old school watering cans with the the nozzle on it. Yeah. Uh, Bika says, uh, "Could you touch on feeding once more?" You jumped right into the bloom. Only correct. Yeah, quarter strength. I jumped right into bloom. I didn't give these plants any veg nutrients. I jumped into a quarter strength bloom right right as soon as I started seeing, you know, pre flowers.
2: So it was like day twenty one ish.
1: Yeah, around there.
2: Yours are looking much better than mine. I I don't know. if I don't have a uh if I don't do cocoa I never do well.
3: Uh, somebody asked me how do I feel about bottom feeding um, Bottom is fine, especially if you have a a a nap problem. You have a nap problem and you've been top feeding bottom feed a few times that let that top top layer dry out um continue feeding from the bottom so your plant doesn't you know dry out and uh might help solve your nap problem a little bit. And uh, another, but another thing you got to understand is bottom feeding promotes, stimulates root growth. It, it stimulates the roots finding that moisture in the bottom of the pot. And when you're dealing with an autoflower, um, that vertical root drop of the of the tap root is signaling the plant to flower when it runs out of face, space. Space. That's all. It's going to affect that because that tap root is going to start seeking water a lot you know faster it's having to, it's having to seek water towards the bottom of the pot versus you watering from the top and it's right there roots are going to grow no matter what but when they're having to search for that water towards the bottom it's going to stimulate them to grow towards the bottom of the pot so just keep that in mind when you're bottom feeding an auto flower That's and then see the, uh i think that's that's all the questions that i've got what about light intensity well, well well there we go do you ever super crop your autos you know i've i've never super cropped uh my autos i i just i just never have I've, I i know i could probably do it on some that grow a lot you know more vigorously um because there are some autos out there that just you know grow huge and fast and you know branches everywhere so i know i could super crop some of those now on auto that's uh growing fast um or not you know not growing fast but growing growing slow you know like and and not putting out too much vegetation i would kind of hesitate to super crop those just because that's a that's a, uh, an HST that's high stress. You know, I'm crushing limbs at that point and, and, um, I'm trying to get the best I can out of my auto. So it, it would be very strain dependent if I was to do it.
2: What about light intensity?
3: Light intensity. I am still now at 60%. Um, I'm not going to bump it up probably till next week i'm gonna let their they seem to be doing really good right here where i've got them now and uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna hold off on bumping mine up for about another week to another 10 percent. so i'll be about 75 percent, 70 75 i'll probably go straight to 75 and uh and let them do their thing um i mean they're praying well right now they're nice and happy um and you know they've stopped stretching so i'm, I'm let it sit right here and just read the plant to see what it wants you know yeah
2: Maybe. okay should we get to the wheel any other questions roll in
3: there's one more important question on here um i'll answer these last two why every time i put them in a bigger pot they start to flower when they are still When they're still really small, um, putting them in bigger, putting autoflowers in pots when they've already started to flower is the wrong time to put them to transplant into a pot. You want to catch them um, as soon as you see sex. If you if that is the method that you're going to go about, if you're going to try to transplant, as soon as you see sex, transplant. Uh, don't wait for them to hit flower. You know, full on flower. That's the wrong, really, the wrong time to be transplanting an an auto. Um, so yeah, as soon as you see sex, transplant. If that's if that's the route you're gonna go. Are there any tips for lollipoping? Um, I really don't do a whole lot of lollipoping with my autos. Um, you can look down here, and you'll see some of that lower stuff. I, I, I can go in and pull that off without stressing the plant. Um, I could do it. I just I just let mine go. I just leave them alone for the most part and just, just do this low-stress training. Yeah, if I lollipop the bottom, it will take energy that's being sent towards that lower trash down there, and, and that energy will be supplied to the top bud, and you want bigger buds. Um, yeah, but if if that's what you want to do, by all means, but don't go overboard. Don't um, don't leaf strip. Don't you know? Don't don't take off too much off this plant. You know, you want to take off as little as as possible. Nice. What do you
1: think?
3: Oh Big Dog says no I put them in as seeds and and they're outside. Interesting. Yeah, Big Dog hit me hit me in a DM man. Let's let's discuss this so I can I can really under understand exactly what you're what you're um trying to tell me here. You know you can hit me up anytime. Grow anything other than, than weed? Yeah. Grow all kinds of stuff. uh another important question on your rare breed wants to know do you hit your autos with any pk booster towards the end of flower i talked about that last week uh once you hit flower with auto flowers um a lot of times more times out of nine times out of ten they like to go phosphorus deficient and that's the nature of of the auto flower as long as I've been growing, I've always seen phosphorus deficiencies. Once I'm in the once I get in the flower, so yes, I I, I will um, hit them with like something that has higher phosphorus. Like I talked about it, I've got this stuff called uh, Super B from Future Harvest Nutrients, and it and it has a pretty good amount of phosphorus in it, and it has B vitamins. It helps the plants, you know, with stress and things like that. So it's it's good, and so yes, I will add some of that. And last question from the Auto Flower Cup Winter Flora Farm is, so jumping back to my SST foliar for transition with a photo, I would do a foliar three days after I flip 12-12, easy to schedule. With an auto, would you have an average day age that you could say would be a pre-flower time for autos? So pre-flower for autos is when i start seeing multiple pistols start shooting up from a site that's what i call pre-flowery in in autos um you know a lot of people will say as soon as you see uh sex from the calyx that that's at the uh the growth node that that's pre-flower but with auto flower, it's it's a lot about you know timing on everything like you said Heston and um it's not like a photo where you, where you know exactly what to do, you know. As soon as you flip, so if if for me, I say pre-flowers when you when you start seeing you know a butt a side form on these things on on the autos, that would be a good time. When you start seeing more than just that one that one pistol coming out one calyx, once you see multiple uh, pistols start shooting up.
2: Nice. Yeah. So there we go all right yep, yeah yeah so we're gonna get on to the wheel do you want to tell them what they're gonna win from Firebuds genetics
1: yeah so
3: today we're gonna give away a pack of animaniacs out of. Nice. To Animaniacs and, um, for Firebuds
1: sure. genetics
3: That's Jack the Ripper crossing the Mi Six to the Care Bears, and what are they getting from your side, Jesse? The if you
2: <clears throat> the winner will hit me in the DMs and give me their info, I will get them a pack of Dino Myco, either the Canadian version or the American version. Now ran into a speed bump. Uh, there's one place in America that TMB cannot ship to. And it's actually Oregon.
1: Really? Yeah.
2: So, okay. but anyways, beside yeah, that's beside the fact because you'll still get your Dino Michael, and your and your Firebuzz genetics. It's just it's it is what it is. They're working on it. They they assured me, and they said keep it in mind. So in tell
3: tell TMB for anyone in Oregon that wins. To ship to me, and I'll ship it to Oregon. I'm right next door.
2: Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um, I can't remember who lives in Oregon, but we can figure that out. Uh, anyways. Heston, Heston lives in Oregon. Heston does, I know, but there was a winner that lives in Oregon. <laughs> oh, the winner. There was a winner, yeah. Okay. I can't remember who it was off the top of my head. But I'll look back and find out.
3: Yeah, I'll take care of that shipping. They, if they can get it to me, I'll get it to Oregon.
2: Okay. Sounds good. Now, um, but yeah, so you'll get <clears throat> a pack of Dino and a bottle and a refill, I believe, of uh, the Enhancer bottle from TMB Naturals. <clears throat> so anyways, you ready to whip it off?
3: Yep. Yep. let's do it don't jinx it this time (laughs) i was keeping my mouth shut space farm 420. space farm Farm 420. Uh,
2: so my my uh phone is broken but i'm gonna do
1: my best to help
3: Face farm. I'm look I'm looking for him. I don't see him. No, I don't see him either. Good.
1: Close.
3: I look one more time.
1: Oh shit.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: I'm not seeing him. Okay. Tone grows. Toad Grows. I saw Toad.
2: I definitely saw Toad. Yep, Toad Grows
3: is here. Boom. That's what's up. That is what's up. Congratulations, yeah. Toad Grows. Yeah, that's sick as
2: fuck. Toad's been a longtime supporter, he keeps tagging us. He's been growing along since the first class i'm so yep. man that's awesome okay so toad hit me in the dms uh and hit what you or or
3: sorry i can't remember miss firebuds yeah miss firebuds hit miss firebuds up toad grows and uh and she'll get you hooked up with the pat
2: and and yeah again hit me in the dms and everybody thank you so much for coming out this this classes like this year has been really really good strong going um, huge shout to our guests this week Floral Farms and Bullseye and man thank you too that was like a really comprehensive lesson on LST
3: yeah man anytime and once again shout out to all the sponsors yeah I was just gonna... making this available for us to be able to give all this cool stuff out and, and supporting fucking the show
2: fucking right starting with uh, TMB Naturals Dino Myco Future Harvest Development, Trim Bag, uh, Honor Grow. Again, that's uh, H-O-N-O-R. Uh, microbial mass, microbial with two eyes, and FGI lighting and firebuds genetics. Bam. Pim, <laughs> pim, And <laughs> yeah,
1: man,
2: I'm gonna say my goodbyes. So uh, yeah, you guys all have yourselves a good night. And until next time, I'm Jesse B. Always baked, but never burnt. Cheers.
0: Well, that concludes today's class, everyone. To catch these classes live, make sure to hop over to the Instagram and give us a follow. At The Autoflower Show. Class is in session every Sunday at 10 a.m. PST for the duration of the crop. It would also mean the world to us if you could subscribe here on Spotify or whatever platform you're finding us on. And until next time, everybody, I'm Jesse B, always baked, but never burnt. Cheers.